This is an ABC podcast. Would it be really corny if I just started this podcast episode by saying, we were on a break. We were on a break. I hate to reference Friends. I'm like the family that watched Friends. Really? Yeah, we watched Friends every single night. So I, from the age of like 10, knew what a break was. (laughs) I was a Seinfeld family. Oh, yeah, we were too. Oh. Maybe we just watched everything. (laughs) Maybe we just didn't have a life and we were glued to the deli. Have you ever taken a break before? Um, Not a planned break. I've broken up with someone and then I got back together with them and we got another year out of the relationship. So technically we had a break and it was actually really good for us, but we didn't plan it. My ex and I were fighting so much at one point in our relationship that I was like, right, we just need to take a break because I don't know what's going on here and we need to think about whether or not we want to be in this relationship. So we had a break for a week and we didn't talk to each other. We didn't like see each other. We didn't do anything and then came back and we're like, how did like how did you feel? What did you think? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I would say it was like good for the relationship for sure. Yeah. But then we ended up breaking up anyway. I don't know. Well, I would say that's actually pretty common because don't you reckon that most of the time when somebody wants to take a break, it means that they just want to actually break up? A hundred percent. I feel like that's what a break is, right? Like you're on the verge of breaking up. You're just too scared to actually break up with the person. Absolutely. So you do a soft launch. You do a break. A soft, slow break. Hashtag the break is actually just a soft launch of a breakup. <laughs> But I guess, like, that's what we're going to investigate in this episode, right? Like, yep. find out whether or not taking a break can actually save a relationship. Yeah. Is it worth it? So by the end of this episode, you're going to know the answer to some questions. Like, can taking some space help you see the bigger picture? And whether taking a break makes you and your partner stronger? And if you think you have what it takes, how to do a break right? Oh, Yeah. I want to know that. You will find out. Stay tuned. You know what we do here? This is the drill. We always open up the floor and let you kind of take this topic and tell us what you think about it. Because this is a collab. This is a two-way thing. This isn't a one-way street. We love you sick and you always have the best things to say. Absolutely. So I chucked up a poll on the Instagram, you know, to the public court of opinion to find out who has tried out a break. About a third of you have taken a break in a relation, but out of that, only 23% said it worked. Yeah, see, that makes sense to me. You're heading to a breakup. It's on the way. <laughs> so you're saying you don't believe in taking a break, do you, D Salmon? I just think that it is like you're about to break up vibes. Well, so many of you got into our DMs and you had a lot to say about this. My first girlfriend offered for us to take a break on our relationship. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean at the time because either you're together or you're not together. Why do you want to push pause? Because you want to maybe find someone better and if not, well, you've got a backup. I think it's immature. Usually they signal the beginning of an end. In my experience, usually comes down to intention, like what comes out of the break, but More often than not, usually someone asks for a break when they cannot commit to fully breaking it off and it kind of allows for people to keep one foot in and the other foot out and like neither really truly moving on. Um, And ultimately the same issues end up popping up if the couple doesn't work through them and end up breaking up anyway. So I'd rather one or the other. 
I was in a four and a half year relationship. Uh, towards the end of our relationship, uh, we knew things were on the rocks, but thought let's mutually take a break to have a breather. Um, we weren't going to see other people during it. That was a clear rule and boundary. Um, and the first part of the two week break was bloody awful. And I missed him and I didn't know what I was going to do. And it just felt awful. And then as the two weeks progressed, I actually realized I was happier without him, which was both a good revelation and also super sad. And I think he also felt the same as well. I was actually on the no camp of taking a break. And my partner, who I'd been with for over six years, was super keen on the idea. He thought that it would save things and make things better. Um, So we did. And I found it really hard to stop talking and actually cut off contact with each other. Um, But we eventually did. Now, uh, looking back, I don't really think it was long enough. Um, We got back together again after about three months and we had the same sort of issues um, despite the break. So for us, it actually didn't work. Going on a break in a relationship is just stupid. Like, it's just better to part ways, cut it off. Like, if I went on a break with a partner, like, all I'd be thinking about is, are they, are they screwing someone? Are they, are they fucking someone right now? And that person is probably thinking the exact same thing. See, most of you think breaks ain't shit. And like I said before, it's pretty much soft-launching a breakup. Yeah, look, I I don't disagree with you here. It's definitely seen as a cowardly way to dip and sex and relationship therapist Lauren Bradley agrees. Some people take a break in a relationship, but what they really mean is I'm avoiding doing the work. So you can't actually use a break as an avoidance or a delay tactic. You might as well just rip the Band-Aid off and make a decision at that point. So that break needs to actually be constructive. You need to actually work on yourself. You need to work together on repairing some of those things rather than just avoiding those challenging spots and using a break as a bit of a cheeky exit. Yes, if you're listening to this and thinking, yep, that's me, I'm just being avoided, I actually want to be free of this person forever, then taking the break is probably not for you. Yeah, jog on, mate. And best wishes on your breakup. I do hope you both find happiness. (laughs) But if you are legit about making the relationship work and you know that there's something good between you and your partner despite having some issues, well, I want to make a case for this, D, that taking some space and time away from each other could be an option to help you both. And Lauren reckons there are so many reasons why you might want to try it. So some of the reasons why you might like to take a break is because you're stuck in a bit of a negative conflict zone. It's not working. You're fighting in ways that are really ineffective and you need some intervention. Um, Other opportunities are just to take a perspective, to look at major life decisions separately, to evaluate children, no children, moving countries, not moving countries, to really take that time to connect with your own self-use first before you make those life decisions that affect your life trajectory. Um, also people sometimes take a break to focus on their own mental health so really giving yourself a chance to independently develop yourself do some personal growth be a better person coming back into the relationship again also I feel like because we've been in a pandemic for so long Mm. in and out of lockdowns not only has our dating been impacted but also our relationships 
There's probably a lot of people out there who have just been constantly in each other's pockets, like working in the same space together, sleeping, resting, breathing, doing everything because of lockdowns and that kind of thing. So I feel like potentially a break could be a good thing to do if you are in that kind of mind frame. I kind of feel like... I know a few people and maybe myself included where you've moved in with somebody a bit too quickly because you were like, well, I don't want to be on the lockdown alone or like stuck with housemates that I hate or stuck at home with my parents. Like I'll move out with my significant other. And that in itself is really tough because you've just had no time to yourself and no space. And Lauren agrees. After the last few years, a lot of people are finding themselves in a really codependent relationship where they've been stuck with that person more than they otherwise would. So I think we really need to start by normalizing the idea of taking a break and taking some space from our primary relationship so that we can have some diversity in our life and we can start to look at other avenues for supports, for resilience, for self-development growth. Okay, so how are you feeling about this, Miss Salmon? Because I'm trying to convince you here that the break can be good. My arm's being pulled a little bit. Okay. You and Lauren are doing an absolute great job. <laughs> she really convinced me there, especially with the COVID stuff, because that I get. Mm. Totally, I feel like that's a good reason to take a break, I feel, if you have been in each other's pockets all of the time. I think I'm still triggered by my experience of having a break. Like, I think I still think that my break came from, like, fighting and not a good place. So it was like we were on the verge of a break up. So I think that's, like, how I have perceived breaks in my head. That's totally understandable. I thought you would actually say that. So I still got upon myself to go on a mission to find some really positive break stories to change your mind. And I spoke to Courtney. She had a six-month break while her and her partner were separated overseas. And while they were separated, they realised how much they loved each other. And, well, I'll let her tell the story. I was seeing this guy. Um, We weren't official or anything, even though he really wanted to be official. And I was kind of like, oh, I'm not really sure if I'm ready for a relationship um we were very close like we worked together we spent a lot of time together while we were at uni um to the point i think we probably stayed together like every single night um it got to the point where he wanted to be in a relationship i didn't so we were like you know what let's let's call this quits for a bit um i was going overseas so we actually stopped talking um for about properly like fully stopped talking for about two months he started seeing other people. I went overseas. I was seeing other people. Um, and then after about six months, I came home. And, yeah, we just reached out, started having coffees and then dinner. And then about a month later, he was like, yeah, let's do this. And we were in a proper relationship and we've been together ever since. So what was it like Will, while you were away and you were overseas and you were living your best single life, just dating around and stuff. Was he in the back of your mind? Sometimes, yeah. Um, I remember being in certain places, like I was in Amsterdam, for example, and we were having a really great time and it was beautiful and I was with some friends and I thought he would love it here. And I didn't want to text him, but I messaged him just like a cheeky comment on Facebook and um, that's sort of how we rekindled and started texting and um, messaging each other again. So whilst I was living my best single life, he was definitely living his best single life as well. He's seen a lot of girls um, during that time and a few of them wanted to be in a relationship with him. And he was the, then he was on the opposite end and he was like, nah. 
space does make the heart grow fonder. But I think as well, having that opportunity to explore with other people, get to know other people, and then realise that the grass is not always greener on the other side. You know, we were young and we were dumb and we realised pretty quickly that we wanted to be together and that we're each other's people. And I think just having time to ourselves, by ourselves, was a really big point. A real, like It was really valuable for both of us. When you look back at it now, do you feel like it was just kind of like, yeah, like a good decision or it was kind of meant to be, even though it was really hard at the time? Yeah, I think I definitely needed it. I needed to go away and just sort of spend some time discovering who I was. And I think he probably... Not that he was tying me down, but if I didn't go and do that, I maybe would have never left where I was. Um, And we ended up moving away and living together. And that was awesome after I came back from overseas. So I think I definitely needed that. He needed an opportunity to grow up as well. I felt like he was really immature. He was like drinking a lot, partying a lot. And I didn't want to be involved in a lot of that. So I think that time apart gave us time to reflect on our priorities. If you need some time to be by yourself and just reset and consider what your priorities are and where your relationship is going and what you need as an individual, if you're meant to be, you'll come back around and, you know, it just helps you realign your values in your relationship. Okay, I don't know about you, but I related to this a lot because I kind of saw myself in Courtney's story, like what she was going through with her partner, where you basically think, if I had just met you like a few years later and maybe we both had our shit sorted and we're a bit more mature, we could have made this work. Like it's like a wrong wrong time, wrong place type of thing. Exactly. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I get that with so many people all the time. Yeah, but the break helped Courtney get to this place. We had so many DMs reflecting Courtney's experience as well. Like Lizzie, she got in touch and told us that she had a four-month break after two years with her partner and now they're back together. And she said that they needed time apart to appreciate each other. Andrew also said that, yes, we took a break for a couple of weeks for a breather, making sure that we were on the same path and page. And I also chatted to another listener, D, called Mads. She had two types of dissonance where her and her partner actually broke up for four months, no plan to get back together. But then they did get back together because they realized that they were like best friends and meant to be. And she also did long distance for six months, which is like a whole other another form of space and distance. And that really brought her and her partner so close together. During that six months that we were doing long distance, I think we learned a lot about how to talk through disagreements and how to communicate better basically rather than just going through the motions and how to intentionally um, spend time together and that kind of thing. I think that taking a break is useful if you find you might be a bit dependent on each other or or you feel like you're just going through the motions with the other person yeah I love taking a break because it helped me to reflect on my own communication style and the way that I appreciated my partner so we're definitely um, stronger than we were before the breakup all right all right Two arms are being pulled. Uh, My body's still standing strong, uh-huh. but the arms are behind me. I look like I'm fully like flapping my I've arms. I've twisted like a... her arms behind her. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, but what I really want to know, Pip, is like how do you have this conversation in a healthy way? Like how do you initiate it? Because I feel like mine came from a place of anger, frustration, fighting, and it probably wasn't the healthiest 
way to go into a break. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This is what Lauren had to say. Take it from a needs perspective. Talk to your partner about what your needs are, why you're making this decision based on yourself, your personal values and the goals that you have. Try not to focus on their limitations. It's not for you to change them. It's not for you to decide what they do in the break, but to talk about yourself and your own perspective in that. Okay, but what if you're on the other side of this? Like your partner has sat you down and they've communicated to you that they need some time, some space away to figure things out about the relationship. How do you deal with that if you are feeling a little bit blindsided? You're like, I didn't, what? Where's this coming from? Why do we need a break? I thought we were good. It's really tough to hear this from your partner and a lot of people will internalise this as they've done something wrong. Um, More often than not, people are uncomfortable in relationships because there's something internal in themselves that they need. And being able to stop being defensive and actually listen to your partner and what they need and really understand their values and where they're coming from might actually shift some of that criticism that comes up in yourself and actually look for opportunities where you can actually support your partner with what they're hoping for as well. Okay. Yeah, that's great advice. We love Lauren. Yeah. Always on point. But I do think it is definitely easier said than done when it comes to kind of hearing this I just can imagine it would be really hard to not take it personally. Oh, totally. Like it's the shittest thing to have a conversation like about the relationship sprung on you and you didn't know. But that's why when you have this chat, you just really need to set your intentions. Both people need to be so open and honest and clear about what they want. And that means being clear about some rules because, as you can imagine, if you want to go into a break successfully – you're going to have to have some parameters set up. And we asked Lauren to give us the guide on how to make a break work. And this is what she had to say. First and foremost, it needs to be consensual. Your partner needs to agree that they're cool with having a break. If they say no to having a break, you might have to make a firmer decision. So both people need to agree, yes, a break is cool, that this break will be constructive. We'll have some goals. We'll have a timeline by which you'll either check in with each other to see how you're going or check in and make a decision. And you'll have some guidelines as well. So are you allowed to date? Are you allowed to have sex with someone? Are those things off the table? Are you going to talk to each other in this break or are you going to take complete space? What happens with mutual friends or communicating this break to other people? So really being able to get the nitty gritty and negotiate what this looks like will not only, I guess, alleviate some of the anxiety and stress around this, but it will prevent you from breaking any of those boundaries and really stepping on toes or upsetting your partner further in this process too. Yeah. So once you've set the parameters and everyone is cool with it, you've got to be prepared in your head for what things will be like on the other side of the break, D. Yeah, but like, what if things don't go to plan? What if someone breaks the rules? Well, that's what I'm saying. You kind of have to be ready for shit to go wrong. And that's what Lauren says as well. you got to have that really open and honest chat after the break if things didn't pan out the way that you'd hoped. There are disagreements. It's a highly emotionally charged time. But try and, again, take it back to basics. Communicate your feelings. Use lots of I statements. I feel, I think. Try not to blame your partner. Try and be curious with them why they chose to do something, why they made a decision that way. And try and renegotiate those terms clearly together again so that you can actually be really 100% committed to the same thing together and really on the same page. Okay, look, I'm not an idiot. I know that this is a hard sell and there are risks involved. Like we said before, you've got to be ready for shit to go so 
south. And a huge thing people worry about with taking a break is the risk that the other person will stray and they won't want to get back together. Like they're, you know, they're like, I'm done. That's what happened in that movie. What movie? How to be single. Oh my God, what? What Rebel Wilson, um, Dakota. So basically what happens is there's a couple and they've been together since high school. They're in their early 20s. They haven't been with anyone else. So the girl is basically like, we need to take a break. We need to go be with other people and make sure that we want to be with each other, you know, settle down, spend the rest of our life together, et cetera, whatever. So they go on a break, but then she, like, has a shit time being single. Rebel Wilson was, like, partying and stuff, and she was like, this isn't for me. Casual sex is not for me. And she comes back to him, and she's like, I'm ready to be together. And he's like, found someone else already in a relationship, and then he gets engaged. Yeah, see, that can happen. That's obviously an extreme. So don't get carried away, D. I know <laughs> you're, movies. I know you're anti, you're anti-break, but I'm trying to convince you otherwise. But look, yeah, no, it can happen. You've got to be realistic about it. And Lauren reminds us that we don't own each other as partners. And the consequence of separation is something that you should psych yourself up for at the beginning as a possibility. We can't keep people. You know, we can't take ownership over people. And if this break allows them the chance to find out who they are and take them on a different course of action, then they're probably going to be happier and you might be happier in the long run as well. So that might be the ultimate outcome. I think as long as we go into that break, knowing that that might be an option, we need to expect it. That's very true. I feel like I hate to be cliche, but if it wasn't meant to be, then it just wasn't meant to be, right? Yeah, exactly. So this separation thing could actually be a really good thing. So remember at the start, Dee, we were saying that 23% of you on our Insta poll said the breakup worked. Let's talk about the word worked because that looks different for everyone and it could actually be considered successful even if you did end up staying apart. Now stay with me on this. I know I'm going back on everything (laughs) I'm saying, but we got so many people getting in touch about this. For example, Sophie DM'd us and she said, it bought us an extra five years, but ultimately we broke up. And to me, I'm like, five more years, that's successful. That's good innings. Like, even if you didn't end up together, you know, right now in 2022, it's like, it kind of feels like worth it in a way. I also have so many thoughts on the idea of a relationship not being successful just because you broke up. Literally, yeah. Five years. Huge. That's like too long. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like that's successful to me. Yeah. That is a huge relationship. My brain can't even fathom being in a relationship for that long. Exactly. So that is successful. Like I don't think a breakup should ever be considered not successful. This is it. This is what I'm trying to say. I'm learning. I'm growing. Yeah, because like taking a break and not getting back together afterwards can also be a really great thing if you need some perspective and you realize that you're actually in a really bad relationship. And so many people got in touch with us about this. We had a DM saying that the break made me realize I was happier without him. And yeah, I chatted to Laura about this. She said that the break allowed her to see clearly and got her out of a toxic relationship. I suffer really severe chronic pain and he was my full-time carer at that time. He'd taken a year off to care for me. So I wasn't in a good mental or physical place to be anything to myself or to him and I understood that. I'd been kind of living in that situation where I'd been told that it is a big deal to be asked for help and I'd been kind of huffed at and been walking on eggshells for so long that I'd kind of closed myself off and 
just lost all my confidence and my personality and everything like that. And I just stopped being myself. I just realised it was just so unhealthy and I needed to just walk away. You know, there was a lot of red flags that now I can understand. She totally dodged a bullet and the break served its purpose. Even if it wasn't to get back together at the end, she was able to see the forest from the trees. That's so true. I'm really after hearing that being like, okay, like breaks... I think can be really good, especially if you get perspective. I think sometimes as well we get too tunneled vision in relationships and kind of maybe sometimes forget who we are. So if you do need a circuit breaker, a bit of a breather, and it's like a safe way of saying, I know I was saying like the soft launch of the break, but it may be for some people you do need a soft launch of a break. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a safe way to just be like let's take some time apart Think about things, give yourself space to be able to get clarity and maybe do like to come to the conclusion that, oh, my God, I was kind of in a bit of a toxic thing there. Um, It sounds like you've changed your mind, Dee. I think I have. Ooh. It's not both arms being pulled or just my body standing still. Like, it's, I don't know how, like, everything's being pulled. <laughs> I'm out of this room. I'm gone. She's out of the door. But you know what? Like, you do have a healthy outlook on breaks. Like, there is stuff to consider in terms of risk, but it's also, there's so much benefit, and I think people um, don't realise it until they try it, maybe. It's about changing the way you think about it, right? Like, mm. instead of thinking it as a negative thing, like I did kind of at the start of this episode, it's going to be a positive either way, I think, in any outcome. Whether you break up wasn't for you. Whether you have some clarity about what needs to change, positive. Yeah, and I hate to end it on Justin Bieber, but I do love it at the same time. Never say never. You did not. Never say never. Thanks so much for listening to The Hookup Podcast. You can catch us at Triple J, The Hookup. And you can email us at thehookup at abc.net.au. We'll see you next week. Bye.